Welcome to The Holistic Entrepreneur with success coach, holistic nurse practitioner, and best-selling author, Bonnie Gressel. Bonnie shares inspirational and enlightening content to educate, empower, and facilitate well-being while nurturing the mind-body-spirit connection. This boost of positive energy will help you manage stress and make the most of your life, allowing you to thrive in the new normal. Now, please welcome the host of The Holistic Entrepreneur, Bonnie Gressel. Well, welcome everyone. This is your host, Bonnie Gressel, here at The Holistic Entrepreneur. I am so grateful that you are sharing your valuable time with me today. I so appreciate you. If this is your first time listening, welcome. And if you've tuned in before, welcome back. I hope that you find this will be another valuable episode with tips and insights to help you toward enhanced well-being. Now, I always want to remind you that the information presented here is educational, inspirational, and motivational in nature, but I want you to take what fits for you and simply let go of the rest. This show does not intend or imply to be a substitute for professional medical medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment either. I always want to remind all of us of that little caveat. Now, the other thing that I always do on the show when we get together every week is to remind you to take time for you, to take a moment and just stop and just breathe, but breathe with intention. Notice your breath. So just Stop and take a nice breath in, in through the nose and notice that air coming in and going all the way down to your belly. And then as you exhale, allow all that air to leave you. The longer the exhale, the more relaxing it is for your parasympathetic nervous system. That's the relaxing part of you. And as you're breathing, Just notice what a beautiful human being you are. You are loved by so many. Don't ever forget that. So I always, each week when we get together on the show, want to remind you to just stop and notice. And perhaps this is the only moment that you take for yourself. And if so, it is what it is. But you know what? It is so important to your well-being. So the more that you can do this, the better. It only takes... A moment. So remember to check out the show page too before you leave today. And you can always connect with me at bonniegressel.com and see what's up and new. And And if you want to send me an email, my email's on there. And I'd love to hear how it's going for you. How you're navigating through this new normal of 2021. So hook up with me on Facebook. My Facebook link is on the show page as well at Coach Bonnie Gressel. Send me a private message or post something on the page. I would love to hear from you. So this week, we're going to continue talking about nutrition. And I have some reminders and guidelines that I'd like to share with you today. So we talked a lot last week about the kinds of foods you should be eating. Now we're going to talk about how you should be eating, not just what you're eating. So first of all, I think it's really important to not skip meals. You know, it's true what they say, breakfast is really the most important meal of the day because breakfast is the first time that you're eating since your last meal the previous day. Overnight is the longest time that we go between meals. And if your blood sugar is really low, you really need to eat something. Now, breakfast doesn't have to be, you know, bacon and eggs or something like that. 
It can just be something that balances those proteins, carbs, and fats. Greek yogurt is a great example. I do that all the time. And if you're doing an occasional fast and you're skipping breakfast or other meals of the day, that's fine. Just don't make fasting an everyday thing for the rest of your life. And I always think it's good to have something to eat within maybe two hours or so of getting up in the morning, and that kind of counts as breakfast. doesn't have to be a whole big breakfast, but something. Another reminder that I would have for you is to drink enough water each day. I can't stress the importance of this enough. I usually recommend about eight glasses of water a day, unless you can't drink that much water because of a health reason, and a few people have that. But our bodies are mostly water. We're 70 to 80% water, so it really doesn't take much to drop a little bit. And it really, just a 2% drop will cause some daytime fuzziness, afternoon fatigue, and it can worsen emotional and physical pain, even cause memory and cognitive issues. I usually encourage people to water their brains. So if you have that 2% drop in body water, your brain is going to steal it from somewhere else. And the brain is one of those places. So if your body is stealing water from your brain, you're, you're really drying out that brain. It's that balance concept again. The body wants balance and will do whatever it needs to maintain it. I often ask people to imagine what their house plants look like if they forget to water them. They look kind of droopy and almost dead, right? Well, our brains need watering too. Imagine that that's kind of what your brain looks like in, an, in a metaphorical way. So here's some ideas that you can use to get more water into your diet if you don't feel like you drink enough. So drink water with meals in addition to other beverages that you might have. And actually, drinking a glass of water, an entire glass of water, before you eat your meal will help you to eat less. Because we often feel hungry when we're actually thirsty. So if you hydrate yourself well first, you won't be eating as much. And by the way, if you feel thirsty, you're already a bit dehydrated. So unless you had like something really salty or something like that, that will do it too. But if you're feeling thirsty, like you really you want a glass of water, that means it's already kind of too late. You're already on the dehydration side of things. And then have a glass of water every time you use the restroom. Because most people have a, a glass in their, in their restroom, in their bathroom. So use it. Have a glass of water when you get up in the morning and at bedtime. This is really important because morning is really important to have a glass of water. Maybe coffee shouldn't be your very first thing, but maybe a drink of water, a, a whole glass if you can, and not too cold. You know, Don't put ice in it. Just a regular glass of water. Just tap it is fine. And then have your coffee. And then at bedtime, the same thing. Some people don't want to drink water at bedtime because they think they'll have to get up to use the bathroom. But if you do this on a regular basis, your body adjusts and get used to that. And so then you won't have to, you know, go to the bathroom more or anything like that if you're drinking more water. Your body will just adapt to it. And carry bottled water with you everywhere, at work, in the car. You know, it's become such a habit for me that I for, if I forget my bottle of water when I get into the car, it's like, oh my gosh, I forgot it. How am I going to get to the store and back? Which is kind of silly, but it's become such a habit. That's really how you should feel about water. It should be a habit that you, you have every day. And then it's really good to think of term, everything in terms of moderation. This is kind of the overall rule. 
what kind of food you're talking about doesn't matter. You'll do better if you have everything in moderation. And if you drink alcohol, do that in moderation. Besides, that's kind of like liquid candy. I mean, there are lots of empty calories in alcohol. Moderation for women, just in case you're wondering, is one normal-sized drink, not a mega drink. One normal-sized drink per day, and for men, it's two drinks per day. Same goes for caffeine. Too much caffeine can cause unwanted side effects like anxiety, restlessness, irritability, sleeping problems. So how much is too much? Well, not everybody tolerates caffeine the same. So there'll be some variation between people, but most sources say that 200 to 300 milligrams of caffeine a day is okay for most people. Unless you're one of those people who doesn't tolerate it very well, and then that might be too much for you. Caffeine mildly stimulates your nervous system and your cardiovascular systems, but it also affects your brain and results in an elevated mood and decreased fatigue, increased attentiveness. So a person might be able to think and and work harder and think more clearly short term. But if you have too much and you go over that tipping point, it can increase your heart rate, your blood pressure, your respiratory rate, and your metabolic rate, anxiety issues. It's just not good to have too much of anything, especially things like caffeine. And if you have trouble sleeping at night, caffeine can interfere with falling asleep or staying asleep. So even with moderate amounts of caffeine, People experience withdrawal for 18 to 24 hours after they've stopped caffeine. Things like headache, fatigue, irritability, depression, and poor concentration. People who stopped ingesting caffeine cold turkey often say it wasn't a pleasant experience. And coffee, of course, has the highest caffeine content. But there's also a certain amount in sodas and teas. The exception might be a non-caffeinated herbal tea. So to give you an example of how much caffeine is in a cup of coffee, the typical 5-ounce cup contains between 100 and 130 milligrams of caffeine. Now, who has a 5-ounce cup? Most cups these days are 8 ounces or larger. An average 8-ounce cup of coffee contains 95 to 200 milligrams of caffeine. What I do is a half-calf mix to offset this a bit. But things like dark soda, colas, also contain caffeine, about 50 milligrams per serving. And speaking of soft drinks, it's really a good idea to avoid or limit soft drinks if you can. Diet sodas are the biggest issue with soft drinks. And again, moderation is key here. Diet sodas have something in it often called aspartame, which is under the trade name of NutraSweet. There are some other brands that might use something different, but aspartame is pretty much in everything. It's a chemical found in most diet sodas, and it's so detrimental to our brain and to our general health. And it's especially dangerous if you have pain issues. They can make those issues worse. And it doesn't matter if you have emotional pain, you know, depression, mood issues, or physical pain. It's all the same. Now, when diet soda is sitting in a glass or a can, it doesn't really do too much damage. However, as soon as we drink it, our body temperature warms it up and changes the chemical composition into something very similar to formaldehyde. And that's what morticians use to embalm people after they die. So does that sound like something you want in your brain or your body? Again, moderation is key here. And I'm not saying that you can't ever have it. Just really be careful with it, especially if it's diet soda. Personally, I would rather get the sugar than have the aspartame in my body doesn't really take much aspartame to cause a negative effect. 
And the scariest part is so many of our foods contain this and we don't even know it. There's so many soft drinks and, and we probably know about those. Look at labels and see what's in there. But things like you know, yogurts and, and things that are just on the shelf. It's amazing the things that have aspartame in them. So soft drinks in moderation is not harmful. I'm not saying don't ever have it. Personally, I get, like I said, I would rather have the sugar than the chemicals. But it's really just sugar, right? Whether it's a fruit juice, a soda, a glass of wine, whatever, have something in it that balances that protein, carbohydrate, and fat. And then obviously it's not good to smoke, chew tobacco, or expose yourself to unnecessary chemicals. Chemicals of any kind are not good for your brain. And that's the chemicals that we inhale, like pesticides or vapors from household products and paints. Anything that's not good for our brain is not good for our body. And whether it's chronic physical or emotional pain, those chemicals can make that worse. So your action step this week is to notice what you're doing in moderation. Are you eating and drinking in moderation? And are you watering your brain enough? Think about, are you getting enough water? Think about that houseplant that looks kind of droopy when you forget to water it. So that's your action step for this week. And I hope that you found this helpful. Until next time, I wish you health, happiness, and abundance. I want to thank you for joining me at the Holistic Entrepreneur Show today. I know that time is our most precious asset, and so I appreciate you spending your time with me. Now, my purpose is to be of the best service to this community. Whether it's your personal or your work life, I'm here to support you. The best place to get the latest scoop is at bonniegrassel.com. Everything is there. We can connect, and you'll find special offers and gifts that I have for you to help you attain the health, happiness, and abundance you deserve. And I encourage you to sign up for my monthly newsletter for more useful information and exclusive offers. The links are on the show page below. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to the Holistic Entrepreneur Show on your favorite podcast directory so that you automatically receive the newest episode when it's released. Until next time, this is Bonnie Gressel wishing you health, happiness, and abundance.